Welcome to the first ever episode of the Tribunal, the Challenge Podcast. I'm Danny Jameson here. Woo! What up, my homies? Chris Wern. How's it going? How's it going? Hello, challengers out there. We're big challenge fans. I've seen every season because I'm a loser. Chris is a newer challenge fan. Jameson's been at it for a while. Intermediate. And, uh, you know, we're coworkers. We used to talk about this at lunch every day. And now with social distancing, we had to start a podcast. There was no other way. So uh, first, biggest first impression from the challenge season 35 of Total Madness, Jameson. It's, first off, it's, it's fucking ridiculous that there's 35 episodes of this thing. 35 years of this thing. It's the only thing keeping MTV afloat, frankly. Um, I, I've never watched Catfish. I still don't know what it means. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly don't. But uh, I'll always watch the challenge. So, you know, yeah, I'm excited. Season 35. There's no sports on TV. There's nothing else other than, you know, Tiger King. I'm sick of it. And we finally have, you know... Something I'm passionate about. So my first impression, uh, I really don't know where who's going to be at the top. I really don't know what's going to happen here. You know, we complain all the time about the, the Paulies and the Caras and stuff. But honestly, without them, I think we're missing, gone. We're, we're missing some drama. And I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, little nervous that we're not going to get as much drama as uh, – we normally get from these seasons. So I miss Turbo. Who's, who's this season's Turbo is what I want to know. And from the first episode, my first impression, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who our Turbo is this season. That's fair. That's fair. I think it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of interesting factors going on with, like, the house being underground. I mean, when I first saw that, I was like, okay, there's, like, a clear shift in mentality here. Like, seemed like it was going to get a bit wild. Uh, being stuck, no natural light. Like they don't have all the pool. Like they got psyched about a three foot above ground pool, which I an above ground pool. pool. Yeah, <laughs> and they had nobody's the, like, excited about an like, above ground pool. Do you think the, the, the producers? Thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, do you think the producers made them like? They're like, okay, here's the room. It kind of sucks. Get excited for this like hole in the earth. You know what I mean? Like because they and ran yeah. the room like ah. <laughs> I want a nice house where they feel comfortable getting drunk and fighting. Right. I thought it was interesting that they showed, like, obviously, like, there's a little love interest with Nani, like, right away. I feel like the producers were immediately like, okay, we got to show that there's going to be something of the social aspect. Like, I'm nervous that there's not going to be the, like, drunk fighting. Well, maybe there's going to be drunk fighting because they're going to be stuck in this place. But, like... The romance bit seems a little like there's no place to just go chill in the sun. Nope. Like when are these people going to romance by the poolside? You know what I mean? By the three foot above ground pool. <laughs> and they were all excited about that room. Their their kitchen is in between yeah. a weight room and an above ground pool. Right. Imagine how that and, shit's going to smell. Come week two. Yards. I love when they show it and they turn. <laughs> you got a stainless steel kitchen. Like, <laughs> like they're not like we got an above ground pool. Like they're all psyched. Like, I mean, I was also like, how close is this to Chernobyl, man? Like, yeah. And it, it hits like, a little too close to home right now. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know if you noticed it. Like, there was, like, definitely some Russian, Eastern European writing all over the place. I was like, this is has got to be, like, in Chernobyl straight up. Like, <laughs> they save the money that way. I'm like, where are they first? I don't know if they announced. Did you guys catch where they were at? 
No, that's what no, I'm, and they, I'm just they never like said last season either. It's really weird. And I, I, why do they keep going to cold locations? I don't know if MTV's budget is down or what, but like they, all these like elimination things are in, like everyone has their coats on. It looks fucking freezing. I mean, I'm, I, I think it looks badass, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, it looks kind of badass. So I'm down with it. <laughs> My first impression was also Jameson's, which is why I didn't jump in. No turbo is, is tough. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, missing the characters like that who are going to, like, drive the drama of the whole thing, like you're saying, for sure. Like, Paul yeah, every- fight every single person was annoying, but now that it, I don't have it, I kind of – I'm like, oh, I'm- right. Beyond Jordan, obviously, is just going to be an asshole at some point because he's going to be like, I'm the most badass challenger ever. Like, you know, do that whole spiel again. But, like, beyond that, like, who's actually going to stand up to him? I, I don't know. I, Wes is going to annoy the shit out of me, I think. I just can't. Yeah, totally. Like, but he's the smartest guy in the challenge. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows that. Yeah. He's he also, he's- like, the king of eliminations or some shit. Uh, yeah, from like 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, speak going off of this like no drama thing, just to top it all off, now Wes and Bananas, you know, obviously we're going to get into it, but like them being teamed up like just takes away that as well. Well, my wife, as soon as they announced this, she's like, that would have been a good idea like seven years ago for you guys. Like it's too late. It, the glory days are over. I would enjoy it. There's going to be a betrayal, I feel like, though. Like, hopefully. I'm hoping. I'm crossing my fingers. You know, 10 episodes in, Wes is going to yeah, something. For sure. For sure. I mean, like, I first of all, I was disappointed that they, like, played it a little bit. Like, they're like, oh, they're kind of acting a little chummy to each other, whatever. And then they just gave the whole thing away. Like, guess what? We're together this season (laughs) because we run this thing. Like, why do you waste that? Like, why did they waste that on the first episode? I was like, one of them must be going home soon, like, or something, or they throw yeah. each other into the bus, like, right away or something. Because, like, Bad secret. That? Like, I feel like that would have been awesome to reveal on, like, episode four or five or something. Right. And everybody would be like, oh, shit, that's huge. But, like, they just blew it right away. Within the first right point, away. I was like, come on. Um, speaking of new things, thoughts on the new elimination twist, Warren? Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I think it's going to make it interesting for the game to, like, change um, how it's played, like, with their uh, alliances and everything. But, like, I think it makes it worthy of just, like, okay, we're going to see good eliminations hopefully this season. Granted, like, I think some of the alliances are going to play out in a way that they're going to be like, let's vote in this weak asshole, and then we're going to just get, you know, one of our top guys against them, and they're going to be like, you know, they'll have control of the tribunal and the vote, and it's just going to be some crazy, you know, people are going to get weeded out quick. But I think at some point it's going to be putting, like, big people against big people. And I'm interested to see what happens with that. I got a lot to say on this new twist. I, I fucking love it, too. Um, but my thing is, it's like, just when I think these producers can't, you know, think of something new, they always do. I, that job, to me, has to be so fun to, like, think of, Something, you know, a new twist on the challenge every dang season. And, like, the competitions, all that stuff. My funny thought I was thinking about last night is, like, seven years from now, right? Challenge 40, you know, seven, whatever it is. Like, what are they going to do then? You know, you got to, like, cut someone's arm. Uh, Like, you got to bleed blood to, like, in order to get into the, you know, like, what is going to be the thing? Nude madness. (laughs) 
And the name, too. We haven't even talked about Total Madness. The, the name sounds like if you were making fun of the show, you would come up with Total Madness as one of the yeah. joke ones. It's an SNL parody skit, you know. Yes. I don't know how it's going to work with, like, how everyone's going to be forced into it, because it's like, just because you won doesn't mean you can't go back in, but everyone has to go in to make the yeah. final. I like it. I'm confused. Yeah. Right. I'm curious how that plays out. Like, obviously, that what's the dude, Jay or whatever, is the first guy who's, like, eligible. But I'm like, does that mean he's got a target on his back now? Like, because he's probably not really part of an alliance already going into this. So, like, that guy's, that you're guy's like, yeah, screw that guy. Yeah. But they, they shouldn't have uh, – the helmet thing is what screwed it all up. You know, like the – the marks like if you got this on your helmet then it's like a college game day football helmet. yeah it's like uh, why'd you do that why don't you just say you know if you go to an elimination you can go in versus these like helmet marks i don't know that was confusing right like you get a championship one but that doesn't seem to get you anything if you've won a challenge before no, it's just like showing off basically That's yeah it. just flare I kind of like it. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Oh, I definitely, either way, I like it because it's different. Wait, what you like? Which part? Oh, I like it because I think they're going to take pride in it. And it's going to like, they're going to be like, ooh, this guy's got eight skulls. Like, whoa. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. When they're really drunk and they're screaming at each other, you know, yeah. like, I have eight skulls. At least for me to be a newbie watching, like, I can now see that Rogan has no skulls and, he, and be like, oh, he's a little bitch, you know, as opposed to like, I don't know, Wes is going to walk in there with like 20 skulls or something, whatever it is. Right. It helps me out as a new, newer watcher, oh, I guess. Point. Good point. Who's going to be the first person to get in someone's face and be like, count them, count the skulls. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it's going to be Wes all day. <laughs> it's going to be Wes. Or he, I, could see, I could see CT even, you know, like he needs some kind of clout to like go for it. Um, you mean um, Fuego Inferno or whatever? The name <laughs> yeah, is. what the hell? He says, oh no, caliente, caliente fuego. That was it. That was it. He translated wrong because that just means hot fire. And he said it was like, <laughs> something was like, it means hot money or something like that. I was like, no, it doesn't. What are you talking about? They're not, they're not some of them are not very bright. No, I would say most oh. of them. If we can't understand how this elimination works, I imagine <laughs> they're going to have a lot, of, a lot of confusion and questions. Oh, yeah. I love those behind-the-scenes things where, like, they're talking to producers, you know, like, so wait a minute, can you explain? I always wonder, like, when they do when, – when TJ explains a, you know, a, a competition, like, do they have a pause? Like, okay, guys, here's, like, the rules. Like, you got you, everyone, you know? Oh, I bet you it's like 40 minutes of, of line. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, when do you run the tank across? And there's all these yeah. questions. <laughs> Which, by the way, was not fair. I'll just point that out. Not that I really oh, care. not fair at all. No. no. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason. No. Like, if you were in the middle or the one side, you had an advantage, clearly, just because the tanks went from both ways, but the one had to drive in front of the other. So it was like, I don't know. It clearly yeah. wasn't fair. It wasn't fair at all. It was just driving over everything. Um, but on the on the point of TJ, I did take a note. You guys, I always notice how, and I'm sure you guys do too, why do they dub so many of TJ's lines? Like, it's so I, obvious. It's every season it gets worse where they cut to somebody and it's clear he's in a studio trying to mimic excitement <laughs> being like, so if you get run over by the thing, and then they cut back to him, it must be for our benefit, but it's more distracting than anything else. It's very distracting. Yeah, yeah. I also love that he 
always talks like he thought of everything. You know, like I'm I'm not gonna let you guys like get by with this <laughs> yeah. twist this season. You know, always yeah. like I I thought of this, guys. You better be ready for it. Like he's Go sitting at home designing the skull for the helmets, like cutting them out himself. Like this will stop them. They yeah. ship them to Ukraine like a hundred days in advance, and he's like building the freaking purgatory set by himself. Like there's got to be a ton of sand on the ground here. If you oh, get last night, she was just like, "Why does he always act like he's like thought of everything? Like he's gonna kiss send you home. He's gonna." It's just yeah, it's so true. I love and I loved every time they cut to him in the tank and he like laughed. He just <laughs> like as he's driving by. He did oh, that like Praise TJ. He has the the dream job. <laughs> well, speaking of which, Jameson, who's your MVP of the first episode? Well, when I first like thought of this question, I you know I kind of struggled because I really my MVP in my eyes obviously it could be an athletic thing they kicked ass whatever, but for me at first I was like no one. And then I really thought about it, and I was like, Jenny is my MVP because somehow, some way, she looked like she got even more plastic surgery than last season. And I just, like, I don't know how she pulled it off. I mean her, – Her lips and muscles get bigger and bigger every <laughs> – The lips are muscles for her, don't you know? Oh, I mean, I, I just didn't have one. Other than that, that was kind of the first that I went to. I have to say, like, at first I thought, even on an athletic <laughs> standpoint, I mean, like, Worm. as a challenger, I'm a fan of Jenny. I'm not going to lie. I think she's a beast. And <laughs> one of the things I noticed was, like, at the end of the challenge, like, Rogan rolled his barrel halfway and then picked it up. She just picked her barrel up at the end and was like, it was nothing. I was like, damn, that's impressive. However, yes. she's not my MVP. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> just going to say, I'm a fan. My MVP was Nani for getting to make out with a dude and not having to deal with the drama <laughs> later on. She just got the make out in and then it was over. She didn't even have to worry about breaking it off or some weird like backstabbing thing or whatever. I was like, good for her. Good for her. I was going to say the same. It is like she went in being like, yeah, I'll be the challenge cougar. I don't care. Yeah. Like she just has fully embraced it and went right for it. And I will say, even on top of that, it seems like she has friends this time where, like, as opposed to last season where her friend was Leroy, but she kept telling them to fuck off. <laughs> I felt so bad for him last season. All he had to do was just listen to her complain. Now she's got two ladies. Oh. What was their little, uh, the, the, Trinity. the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. Oh, the Holy Trinity. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I will say that little, the editors, uh, shout out to the editors this season. They're always on top of their game. But to this this episode alone, I could feel the the vibes that they're they're gonna really bring it this year because like oh the yeah Trinity thing was so ridiculous cutting to the candles the photo oh, yeah. top I mean it was it was great and then they had that effect down the barrel of the uh, tank yeah. you know that one <laughs> <laughs> it's like they got those things off of like a computer program in 1998 or something that's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they they had to do with the technology in like Serbia or whatever they are. Yeah, the technology matches uh, the basement jacks. Where's your head at? Two thousand one song. <laughs> Which, What's the other thing? For the past two seasons, the music choices have been as if like my dad picked them out. It's yeah. been like Creedence Clearwater Revival, like it's just like old oh, rock yeah. and roll. Yeah, we're going for a right. Vietnam thing. Let's go with Creedence. Oh, this. <laughs> This year it's about total madness. You got to keep your head. So where's your head at? Yeah, perfect. 
I'm like, dude, I'm going to be over that by the next episode. That whole intro, I'm like, it was just so annoying. Dude, oh, yeah. I'll be over that and the commercials are just oh. Yes. I mean, what the things they're advertising, it's... it's and there's so many. Dude, so that episode many. could have been like 45 minutes. I mean, how much footage do you think was in that even total? There, there's always... It's, the episodes are too long. Yeah. Too long. We can I cut back. I, I, want, I want them, but I don't I, want them. Hey, before we move on to the next thing, as we were talking about, you know, Nani getting like, you know, her her guy, obviously we know what happens to him. But I thought another another nice element that they used to do in past seasons was everybody gets to vote on one person in that room. I love that because it, you know, not right now, it's it's really fun and natural, even though Wes put on a show. But later on, that's gonna be juicy stuff, man. Excellent. Yeah. And Mine actually was going to be Nani, but Warren stole it. I'm going to go with TJ. It's like they've fully embraced how cool he is. And within the first two minutes, we got him waving those flares in front of the helicopter, him opening the doors in slow motion, and then riding on top of a fucking tank. I mean, it was living. The shot of him holding the flares while the helicopter's landing is pretty pretty sick i will say that that's the only good thing about the opening sequence <laughs> rest is garbage <laughs> he's so cool who was your opposite who's the loser of the episode well it's pretty funny that you know your guys's mvp was nani well my freaking i'll be anti-nani all year long <laughs> i can't stand her she is definitely the biggest loser for me i hate her she is just so <laughs> All every season, she's like in love with this person. She hates this person. She, I, I just, she drives me nuts. Now, is she good TV? Yes, yeah, she's good TV. Um, I don't know what's up with her makeup. It, it weirds me out sometimes. But I, all I know is uh, she is not my MVP. I, 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 she might be the worst person every every week. <laughs> wow, scary. Wow, she drives me nuts. Man, I mean, you know, I have to say, I'm not typically a fan of Nani, even though I gave her my MVP thing, but uh, I had a couple, I had a couple losers here. So, <laughs> I mean, one was just the, the producers for blowing the bananas and West story. Oh yeah. Um, but then I had two yeah. actual losers from that vote. Basically I was like these during the vote, I was like, there's two definite losers for me. One is that Bailey girl, the, the rookie who like, got real offended when she's like why are you yeah. voting swaggy why are you voting and then she like she got super offended and like just, just real real weird like she just <laughs> took it to weird levels man i was like yo this girl's gonna get destroyed by like you know like a jenny or a tori in an elimination like she's gonna get destroyed oh. um i don't know i just thought she was weird uh the other person though that i thought was the biggest loser was Wes for how he reacted when uh, <laughs> his name Asaf called him out. I was like, good on that, dude. I mean, it's too bad he went home, but, like, good on that, dude, for calling out Wes. Like, how he got so offended by it, I was like, dude, you just look like such an idiot right now for being like, Right away, too. Like, yeah. he just flipped out as if he, like, spit in his face. Yeah, like, what? If Relax, man. Like, you're not going in. <laughs> Like nobody's changing their votes. Like this guy exactly. Like it was votes. maybe like, the last vote. Yeah, I, I think it was. I was like, "What are you doing?" It didn't matter at all. I don't know. Like oh. the thing is about Wes is like, and Danny, you probably you definitely know this. You've been watching forever. 
he used to be like inner he used to be cool like he used to root for him and he you know you would like his i liked his vibe but then as time progressed he just became this like annoying like jordan character oh yes like for the last like 10 years he's been like that where every episode he's like i am the puppet master of this i'm the smartest guy on the channel like you hardly ever make it past like week five Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I imagine that, like, he's just a lot of talk. I, I have to say, like, last season I became a Jordan fan at the end. I was like, oh, he actually is really good. Once he got through a bunch of eliminations, I was like, okay, he actually is pretty good, even though he's a bit annoying with how he talks. But, like, Wes just is all talk, and I'm like, I haven't seen anything from him that you know, makes it you know worth it. Wes is turning into is who's the guy, I'm blanking on the name, that always wants to fight bananas and uh, – Devin. 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 he's turning into Devin. yeah i mean can we talk about his beard though too for a second i mean because he looks like he just got off like deadliest catch or something yeah he looks like um yukon cornelius (laughs) from the from the rudolph (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus it's like too perfectly round or something like it's like really full really round and then like with how his like extra pale complexion it just it almost just makes him look like a cartoon i don't know um i had a different loser mine was um asaf just because (laughs) he he kept saying they kept saying being like oh he's from so you think he's from ninja warrior he's not He's from MTV's Are You The One. He was on the same season as Tori. I watched it. I know who he is. And he hid that the whole time. Dude, you know, they said, he said he was on Celebrity Ninja Warrior Israel, which I was like, what is that? Yeah. Who else? What were the other celebrities if he's on? Exactly. I love how they they also, like, talked him up a lot. They're like, oh, he, like, they made sure they got sound bites of people, like, being like, Asaf, you're like, Oh, a Jack yeah. Angel or something like you know, just to like be like, yeah, he's a character. He'll be around. We got to build him up for something, you know. <laughs> and my other loser is just anyone that comes onto the show with a nickname, oh, Big yeah. P or Swaggy G, whatever. Like Swaggy <laughs> G, you can't come on with a nickname. You need to earn a nickname. I agree. I agree. What was what was his name to the, this year? Swaggy C, that's all I know. Swaggy C, yeah. Yeah, but I don't even know what his real name is. I no, they haven't, they haven't offered us a real name. It's just these stupid nicknames. What's up? My name's John. They, people call me Big Baby J. You can uh, <laughs> It's It's Christopher Jordan Swaggy C Williams. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like, how ridiculous, dude. Hey, Swaggy C, how many skulls do you have, huh? <laughs> huh, Swaggy? oh so true so who's winning the whole thing this is tough i thought i was thinking about this like you would like you know people predict the super bowl people predict like you know the champion of this it's very up in the air like i think anyone just totally um format man the format makes it up in the air and you know there's there's another twist coming he always has another twist up his sleeve man he thought of it too, man. He thought of a lot of twists for this season. He's, he's really something. I mean, here's the thing too. Like, is it a team that wins or is it an individual? You know, like last couple seasons have been teams, but in the past it's been individuals. So like, 
I don't know how you even. The way I did it was I did a male and a female. And they, you know, they might not be popular picks, but I have to admit, seeing him, he's just, I mean, he's a specimen of a man. Uh, I'm going to go with Rogan for a male. I think Rogan is just. Wow. The uh, first year he, you know, lost in the first, like, challenge. Last year he won. He just is like, he's, he's ready to go. He might get caught up in some drama with some ladies, but, and then, <laughs> and then Maddie is just like, might as well be on Game of Thrones. I mean, <laughs> she is just like, well, I don't know, man. She is a, a big human that like can just squash anything. <laughs> like across. Uh, Those are my, like, you know, my random picks. I, I thought about it pretty hard. I was like, you never know with these things because these eliminations, anybody can yeah. can go. And yeah, you never know what's going to happen. For the elimination, purgatory. Love that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll just say I had um, a couple people that I thought it was going to go well, but I'll I'll pick two. I mean, obviously, I already said I'm a fan, but Jordan, I think, will go far at least. Like, just watching him do eliminations last season. You yeah. can tell he's a competitor who's, like, on another level. Like, he's thinking of details that other guys just aren't thinking of. So I think that will help him out, like, whether it's a puzzle or whatever. I mean, the guy's a beast. Um, and then my other uh, – <laughs> I'm going to go against you, uh, Jameson, here, but Jenny again. Because <laughs> here's why. I know you said Maddie, and I was a fan of Maddie for the whatever two seasons ago. But, like, then Jenny came last year, and Jenny's, like, a – a better version of Maddie. Like she is, man. She's, she's got like I mean, obviously she's jacked. She's got lip muscles. She's <laughs> and she said she's been practicing her equations and puzzles and stuff. I'm like, she could be oh, a yeah. real force. She could be a real force with those lip muscles, dude. You better look out. <laughs> she has to pull an airplane with her mouth, game over. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> <If they're laughs> with TJ riding on top. Yeah. I those are my two picks. What do you got, Danny? I have Jordan just because it seems until somebody knocks him off his throne, it seems tough to go against anyone else right now. Yeah. He, like you said last year, was beating people literally one-handed. Yeah. What, elimination after elimination. Yeah. How many did he win last year? Five? Something like that? Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Like that back-end stretch, he went in for like three or four eliminations easily. And just crushed everyone. And then um, I'll mix it up and say Jenna. She's back after a little break. Oh, Jenna! What did she say? What was her like line early? It was well, the Barbie is, East is back. Oh, she said the Holy Spirit. One of these. <laughs> I got to take home the money this time, or something like that. Like, <laughs> like okay, so does everybody else. So <laughs> that doesn't really qualify you. She's my pick. I think she's. I think she's good. She doesn't have her boyfriend there to uh, distract her. She can be serious about the challenge. Oh, did you see the preview? We'll talk about it, but there's some crying going on. I know, I know. Mm. I remember in high school, I thought Jenna was like super hot. And <laughs> I think it was her accent or something, but I was like, she's so super hot. There was something about it, but I don't know, man. She, she's definitely athletic. She, she does win, win here and there, but Barbie Beast, we'll see. Barbie Beast. Um, so that leaves us with uh, our fourth cast member, our friend VJ, that um, he would sit with us at lunch every day and listen to us talk about the challenge, and he hates the challenge. 
But um, we call him VJ Lavin, and we're going to have him come on and share his thoughts on the challenge and then give him a, a little advice from a, a challenge alum. See, even though it's our first episode, that doesn't mean that we don't, you know, bring the heat. We have, you know, uh, a celebrity coming on in a little bit. Uh, so, you know, that's what you get with the tribunal. We're calling up VJ here now. Um, until, before, until he, like, joins, what would you guys think of the uh, – Next week, uh, I was a little the season, the whole season. left left wanting a little bit more. I think I agree. I feel like past and this season on the challenges yeah. have been better than this one. I was a little let down. Totally, I feel like they they keep playing up the like the mental aspect. Like that's the one thing I keep like they're like total man. This 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 thing is gonna challenge you like in your head more than it ever has before, and like it's an underground bunker with no windows and like. They get sound bites of people being like, man, you got to be good here, like pointing to their head and shit. And like, you got to be good in your head before you can be good out there on the field. Like, it's all this mental stuff. I'm like, all right, with like, where's all the drunken people fighting and, and hooking up? It's too serious. I want more drinking and fighting. The old challenge, they used to have challenges where it was literally melt this ice cube with your butt. And people would have to like <laughs> grind on an ice cube. And melted. And now it's like there's helicopters, and I think it's cool. But like, I agree. I want more fighting, more drinking. Yes. Just they just need to get ridiculous and screw up their you know relationships back home. You know, like the classics. Oh, hey, actually, everyone, we got BJ here. Hey, BJ Lavin. How you doing? BJ, what did you think, buddy? What did you think of the first episode of the challenge last night? BJ? Is he frozen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So you didn't watch? No. Where is it? What channel is it? I don't have that channel. MTV. Uh, I don't have MTV. All the cool uh -huh. cats have MTV, BJ. <laughs> well... <laughs> Beej, we got a surprise for you. What? Yeah, Since you're, you're such a big challenge fan, we reached out to a challenge star to give you some quarantine advice. <laughs> what is it? Here it is. BJ, what's up, my man? Brad Fiorenzo from MTV's Real World San Diego and The Challenge. Want to let you know, Patel let me know that you're having a hard time getting through this whole stay-at-home order. I can relate. I'm having a challenge with this whole thing myself. In fact, I haven't worked out in almost two weeks now. And for me, that's my whole escape. That's how I get through everything in life. So I'm going to urge you to do what I just did a couple days ago. I got my diet really good. I got it dialed in on point. I went to the grocery store. I made some healthy choices. And I'm already starting to feel a little bit of a difference a couple days later. However, I'm also going to urge you to do some of these stay-at-home workouts. I don't know what your workout regimen is, if you're used to going to the gym, or if you don't have one, regardless. these, these Hey, what happened to the volume? You get that diet right, and you get those endorphins going, you'll start to see <laughs> that when everybody's down, which the country is together, it's a good time to get on the come up. So let's do it together. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on the DMs. I'm serious. First workout starts now. Let's go. Let's get it, brother. One love. <laughs> Wait, this guy's actually from that um, show. You know, dude, you know Brad. <laughs> funny. Oh my god. 
So what do you say? Do you think it's good advice? Yeah, it's a great advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be ne back next week with more from the tribunal and more from Brad. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to get Brad. Hey, do, do you guys have this thing on YouTube? Yeah. I didn't know if that was the right thing to do, but I felt like it'd be good, uh, you know, just the way it is. Wow. So we'll hear from uh, BJ Lavin next week, folks. Um, see what he has to think about week two of the challenge. Until uh, next week, stay safe out there to all our thousands of listeners, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, it's been great. Welcome to the tribunal, everyone. You.